Chapter 2 of A Series of Lessons in Raja Yoga. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Uday Sagar. A Series of Lessons in Raja Yoga by Yogi Ramacharaka. The First Lesson The I, Part 2 rules and exercises designed to aid the candidate in his initiation the first instruction along the line of initiation is designed to awaken the mind to a full realization and consciousness of the individuality of the i the candidate is taught to relax his body and to calm his mind and to meditate upon the i until it is presented clearly and sharply before the consciousness we herewith give directions for producing the desired physical and mental condition in which meditation and concentration are more readily practiced this state of meditation will be referred to in subsequent exercises so the candidate is advised to acquaint himself thoroughly with it state of meditation if possible retire to a quiet place or room where you do not fear interruption so that your mind may feel secure and at rest of course the ideal condition cannot always be obtained in which case you must do the best you can the idea is that you should be able to abstract yourself so far as is possible from distracting impressions and you should be alone with yourself in communion with your real self it is well to place yourself in an easy chair or on a couch so that you may relax the muscles and free the tension of your nerves you should be able to let go all over allowing every muscle to become limp until a feeling of perfect peace and restful calm permeates every particle of your being rest the body and calm the mind this condition is best in the earlier stages of the practice although after the candidate has acquired a degree of mastery he will be able to obtain the physical relaxation and mental calm whenever and wherever he desires but he must guard against acquiring a dreamy way of going around wrapped in meditation when he should be attending to the affairs of life remember this the state of meditation should be entirely under the control of the will and should be entered into only deliberately and at the proper times the will must be master of this as well as of every other mental state the initiates are not daydreamers but men and women having full control of themselves and their moods the eye consciousness while developed by meditation and consciousness soon becomes a fixed item of consciousness and does not have to be produced by meditation in time of trial doubt or trouble the consciousness may be brightened by an effort of the will as we shall explain in subsequent lessons without going into the state of meditation the realization of the i the candidate must first acquaint himself with the reality of the i before he will be able to learn its real nature this is the first step let the candidate place himself in the state of meditation as heretofore described then let him concentrate his entire attention upon his individual self shutting out all thought of the outside world and other persons let him form in his mind the idea of himself as a real thing 
an actual being an individual entity a sun around which revolves the world he must see himself as a centre around which the whole world revolves let not a false modesty or sense of depreciation interfere with this idea for you are not denying the right of others to also consider themselves centres you are in fact a centre of consciousness made so by the absolute and you are awakening to the fact until the ego recognizes itself as a centre of thought influence and power it will not be able to manifest these qualities and in proportion as it recognizes its position as a centre so will it be able to manifest its qualities it is not necessary that you should compare yourself with others or imagine yourself greater or higher than them in fact such comparisons are to be regretted and are unworthy of the advanced ego being a mark and indication of a lack of development rather than the reverse in the meditation simply ignore all the consideration of the respective qualities of others and endeavor to realize the fact that you are a great center of consciousness a center of power a center of influence a center of thought and that like the planet circling around the sun so does your world revolve around you who are its center it will not be necessary for you to argue out this matter or to convince yourself of its truth by intellectual reasoning the knowledge does not come in that way it comes in the shape of a realization of the truth gradually dawning upon your consciousness through meditation and concentration carry this thought of yourself as a center of consciousness influence power with you for it is an occult truth and in the proportion that you are able to realize it so will be your ability to manifest the qualities named no matter how humble may be your position no matter how hard may be your lot no matter how deficient in educational advantages you may be still you would not change your eye with the most fortunate wisest and highest man or woman in the world you may doubt this but think for a moment and you will see that we are right when you say that you would like to be this person or that you really mean that you would like to have their degree of intelligence power wealth position or what not what you want is something that is theirs or something akin to it but you would not for a moment wish to merge your identity with theirs or to exchange selves think of this for a moment to be the other person you would have to let yourself die and instead of yourself you would be the other person the real you would be wiped out of existence and you would not be you at all but would be he if you can but grasp this idea you will see that not for a moment would you be willing for such an exchange of course such an exchange is impossible the i of you cannot be wiped out it is eternal it will go on and on and on to higher and higher states but it always will be the same i just as you although a far different sort of person from your childhood self still you recognize the same i is there and always has been there and although you will attain knowledge experience power and wisdom in the coming years the same i will be there 
the eye is the divine spark and cannot be extinguished the majority of people in the present stage of the race development have but a faint conception of the reality of the eye they accept the statement of its existence and are conscious of themselves as an eating sleeping living creature something like a higher form of animal but they have not awakened to an awareness or realization of the i which must come to all who become real centers of influence and power some men have stumbled into this consciousness or a degree of it without understanding the matter they have felt the truth of it and they have stepped out from the ranks of the commonplace people of the world and have become powers for good or bad this is unfortunate to some extent as this awareness without the knowledge that should accompany it may bring pain to the individual and others the candidate must meditate upon the eye and recognize it feel it to be a center this is his first task impress upon your mind the word i in this sense and understanding and let it sink deep down into your consciousness so that it will become a part of you and when you say i you must accompany the word with a picture of your ego as a center of consciousness and thought and power and influence see yourselves thus surrounded by your world wherever you go there goes the center of the world you are the center and all outside of you revolves around that center this is the first great lesson on the road to initiation learn it the yogi masters teach the candidates that their realization of the i as a center may be hastened by going into the silence or state of meditation and repeating their first name over slowly deliberately and solemnly a number of times this exercise tends to cause the mind to center upon the i and many cases of dawning initiation have resulted from this practice many original thinkers have stumbled upon this method without having been taught it a noted example is that of lord tennyson who has written that he attained a degree of initiation in this way he would repeat his own name over and over at the same time meditating upon his identity and he reports that he would become conscious and aware of his reality and immortality in short would recognize himself as the real center of consciousness we think we have given you the key to the first stage of meditation and concentration before passing on let us quote from one of the old hindu masters he says regarding this matter when the soul sees itself as a center surrounded by its circumference when the sun knows that it is a sun and is surrounded by its whirling planets then is it ready for the wisdom and power of the masters the knowledge of the independence of the i from the body many of the candidates find themselves prevented from a full realization of the i even after they have begun to grasp it by the confusing of the reality of the i with the sense of the physical body this is a stumbling block that is easily overcome by meditation and concentration the independence of the i often becoming manifest to the candidate in a flash upon the proper thought being used as subject of meditation the exercise is given as follows place yourself in the state of meditation and think of yourself the real i as being independent of the body but using the body as a covering and an instrument 
think of the body as you might of a suit of clothes realize that you are able to leave the body and still be the same i picture yourself as doing this and looking down upon your body think of the body as a shell from which you may emerge without affecting your identity think of yourself as mastering and controlling the body that you occupy and using it to the best advantage making it healthy strong and vigorous but still being merely a shell or covering for the real you think of the body as composed of atoms and cells which are constantly changing but which are held together by the force of your ego and which can improve at will realize that you are merely inhabiting the body and using it for your convenience just as you might use a house in meditating further ignore the body entirely and place your thought upon the real i that you are beginning to feel to be you and you will find that your identity your i is something entirely apart from your body you may now say my body with a new meaning but do not let this conception and realization cause you to ignore the body you must regard the body as the temple of the spirit and care for it and make it a fit habitation for the i do not be frightened if during this meditation you happen to experience the sensation of being out of the body for a few minutes and of returning to it when you are through with the exercise the ego is able in the case of the advanced initiate of soaring above the confines of the body but it never severs its connection at such times it is merely as if one were to look out of the window of room seeing what was going on outside and drawing in his head when he wishes he does not leave the room although he may place his head outside in order to observe what is doing in the street we do not advise the candidate to try to cultivate this sensation but if it comes naturally during meditation do not fear realizing the immortality and invincibility of the ego while the majority accept on faith the belief in the immortality of the soul yet but few are aware that it may be demonstrated by the soul itself the yogi masters teach the candidates this lesson as follows the candidate places himself in the state of meditation or at least in a thoughtful frame of mind and then endeavors to imagine himself as dead that is he tries to form a mental conception of himself as dead this at first thought appears a very easy thing to imagine but as a matter of fact it is impossible to do so for the ego refuses to entertain the proposition and finds it impossible to imagine it try it for yourself you will find that you may be able to imagine your body as lying still and lifeless but the same thought finds that in so doing you're standing and looking at the body so you see that you're not dead at all even in imagination although the body may be or if you refuse to disentangle yourself from your body in imagination you may think of your body as dead but you who refuse to leave it are still alive and recognize the dead body as a thing apart from your real self no matter how you may twist it you cannot imagine yourself as dead the ego insists upon being alive in any of these thoughts and thus finds that it has within itself the sense and assurance of immortality in case of sleep or stupor resulting from a blow or from narcotics or anesthetics the mind is apparently blank but the eye is conscious of a continuity of existence and so one may imagine himself as being in an unconscious state 
or asleep quite easily and sees the possibility of such a state but when it comes to imagining the i as dead the mind utterly refuses to do the work this wonderful fact that the soul carries within itself the evidence of its own immortality is a glorious thing but one must have reached a degree of unfoldment before he is able to grasp its full significance the candidate is advised to investigate the above statement for himself by meditation and concentration for in order that the eye may know its true nature and possibilities it must realize that it cannot be destroyed or killed it must know what it is before it is able to manifest its nature so do not leave this part of the teaching until you have mastered it and it is well occasionally to return to it in order that you may impress upon the mind the fact of your immortal and eternal nature the mere glimmering of this conception of truth will give you an increased sense of strength and power and you will find that yourself has expanded and grown and that you are more of a power and centre than you have heretofore realized the following exercises are useful in bringing about a realization of the invincibility of the ego its superiority to the elements place yourself in the state of meditation and imagine the eye as withdrawn from the body see it passing through the tests of air fire and water unharmed the body being out of the way the soul is seen to be able of passing through the air at will of floating like a bird of soaring of travelling in the ether it may be seen as able to pass through fire without harm and without sensation for the elements affect only the physical body not the real eye likewise it may be seen as passing through water without discomfort or danger or hurt this meditation will give you a sense of superiority and strength and will show you something of the nature of the real eye it is true that you are confined in the body and the body may be affected by the elements but the knowledge that the real eye is superior to the body superior to the elements that affect the body and cannot be injured any more than it can be killed is wonderful and tends to develop the full eye consciousness within you for you the real eye are not body you are spirit the ego is immortal and invincible and cannot be killed and harmed when you enter into this realization and consciousness you will feel an influx of strength and power impossible to describe fear will fall from you like a worn-out clock and you will feel that you are born again an understanding of this thought will show you that the things that you have been fearing cannot affect the real eye but must rest content with hurting the physical body and they may be warded off from the physical body by a proper understanding and application of the will in our next lesson we will be taught how to separate the eye from the mechanism of the mind how you may realize your mastery of the mind just as you now realize your independence of the body this knowledge must be imparted to you by degrees and you must place your feet firmly upon one round of the ladder before you take the next step the watchword of this first lesson is i and the candidate must enter fully into its meaning before he is able to progress he must realize his real existence independent of the body he must see himself as invincible and impervious to harm hurt or death he must see himself as a great center of consciousness a sun around which his world revolves then will come to him a new strength he will feel a calm dignity and power which will be apparent to those with whom he comes in contact he will be able to look the world in the face without flinching 
and without fear, for he will realize the nature and power of the I. He will realize that he is a center of power, of influence. He will realize that nothing can harm the I, and that no matter how the storms of life may dash upon the personality, the real I, the individuality, is unharmed. Like a rock that stands steadfast throughout the storm, so does the I stand through the tempests of the life of personality. And he will know that as he grows in realization, he will be able to control these storms and bid them be still. In the words of one of the yogi masters, the I is eternal. It passes unharmed through the fire, the air, the water. Sword and spear cannot kill or wound it. It cannot die. The trials of the physical life are but as dreams to it. Resting secure in the knowledge of the I, man may smile at the worst of the world has to offer, and raising his hand he may bid them disappear into the mist from which they emerged. Blessed is he who can say understandingly, I. So, dear candidate, we leave you to master the first lesson. Be not discouraged if your progress be slow. Be not cast down if you slip back a step after having gained it. You will gain too at the next step. Success and realization will be yours. Mastery is before you will attain. You will accomplish. Peace be with you. Mantrams, affirmations for the first lesson. I am the center. Around me revolves my world. I am the center of influence and power. I am the center of thought and consciousness. I am independent of the body. I am immortal and cannot be destroyed. I am invincible and cannot be injured. End of the first lesson, The I, Part 2. Recording by Uday Sagar.